So with skincare, you have to be using these products really consistently. I always say consistency is key. Our skin is not like a light switch. You can just flip on and off. The skin takes time to remodel. It takes time for collagen to build. Welcome to The Skin Reel, your guide to all things skincare, skin health, beauty, and more, curated by dermatologists and true skin experts. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina. I'm a double board certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon with over a decade of clinical experience. If you're looking for real, practical, unhyped skincare guidance and expertise, or you just think the skin is really cool, then you're in the right spot. I'm so glad you've tuned in to The Skin Reel. Now let's dive in because this is how dermatologists talk skin. Hi everyone, quick disclaimer here before we start. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. If you're looking for help on your skin journey, please check out the American Academy of Dermatology's website, aad.org, where you can search their database for dermatologists near you. It is so important that you have someone in your corner who's well-trained, licensed, and board-certified who can help you make decisions when it comes to your skin health. Okay, got it? Great. Now for the fun stuff. Hi there. Did you know that many of the topics I bring to you on the Skin Reel are things I actually see and treat in my office as a practicing board-certified dermatologist? That's right. At Bauckham and Mina Derm Surgery, my business partner and I are on a mission to provide exceptional procedural dermatology care in Atlanta, Georgia. We offer skin cancer surgery to large cyst and lipoma removals, to injectables, chemical peels, microcoring, and more advanced techniques with things like liposuction, eyelid lifts, neck lifts, lip lifts, and so much more. But most of all, we love helping our patients transform their skin with real results. You know me, I am all about real skincare by real skin experts, real simple. If you're in the Atlanta area, I hope you'll stop by and see me. You can get more information at my website, atlantadermsurgery.com, or by calling 404-844-0496. I can't wait to see you. Hi, skin friend. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Skin Reel. This week, I'm really excited to talk about one of my absolute favorite products out there. And no, it is not sunscreen. So I would say sunscreen, of course, is probably my favorite if I had to pick, but this is a very, very, very close second. And I know that I am not alone. This is like a fan favorite amongst, pretty universally amongst dermatologists. Every now and then I find someone who is not as big a fan, but in general, this is something that as dermatologists, we are recommending all the time to our patients and we are using it all the time and consistently. So what is this magic ingredient that I'm talking about? Well, I am sure you have heard of it. This is retinoic acid or retinol. So things like tretinoin or over-the-counter retinols. That is what I am talking about today. And I'm going to talk about why this is such a powerful ingredient and why I love it so much. And then I'm going to talk about some of the negative side effects that can happen with it. So just like with everything, with all medications, there are pluses and minuses. There are things that it does really, really well. And then, of course, there's some side effects to be aware of. And hopefully I can help give you some guidance on how to mitigate 
mitigate those side effects so that you can really use this ingredient and really reap the benefits. So I am so glad you tuned in. Let's dive in. Now, you have probably heard about retinols and retinoids, and you might be thinking, yeah, I've heard of them, but what are they? And in my dermatology practice, not a day goes by where I am not recommending this to someone or telling them about this. And I am a skin minimalist through and through. I do not like to use a lot of products. I actually hate the feel of a lot of things on my skin. So when people talk about layering skincare, I want no part of that. To me, that just makes my skin feel sticky and heavy. And I tend to have oily skin or at least combination skin. And that is the last thing I want is lots of products on my face. So I'm really selective about what I use. And I also don't want to spend a lot of time. So if this sounds like you, then you definitely want to get to know retinols and retinoids. Now, let's just start at the beginning. What are these products? They are vitamin A derivatives. And so you may have seen some crazy trends where people say, well, just eat a lot of carrots. Well, that could give you a lot of vitamin A, but it also can turn your skin orange. So I would recommend just getting a prescription or using a product containing a vitamin A rather than eating tons and tons of carrots for this. Retinol and retinoid, and I might kind of use them interchangeably, but here's sort of the breakdown. A retinoid is retinoic acid, and this is a prescription. And one of the most common is called tretinoin, or the trade name oftentimes is called Retin-A. So that is a prescription you get from your dermatologist, and it can vary in different strengths from 0.025 to 0.5 to 0.1%. In contrast, retinols are over-the-counter. And retinols, through an enzymatic reaction, have to be converted to retinoic acid in your skin to be effective. And they are, in general, weaker. A lot of times, the over-the-counter products don't even specify the percentage of retinol that's in their products. So I sort of feel like if you're going to do it, just kind of go big, do the prescription where we have really solid data. But if you can't, then an over-the-counter product is not a bad idea. You just want to look for something with retinol in it and just know it's going to be milder, it's going to be weaker, but you still will see some benefit. Now, just to kind of muddy the water a little bit, there's also a third one that you can get. And this is called adapalene, and it's a third generation retinoic acid, and it comes in several different strengths. The nice thing is it's sort of in the midway point between retinol and retinoids. And so if you have trouble tolerating a retinoid, a prescription tretinoin, you could try an adapalene, which is a little stronger than just the retinols that are over the counter. So you have sub options here, but in general, I'm just going to talk about retinols and retinoids, and that's basically the breakdown of what those mean. Now, why are dermatologists raving about this so much? Why are we so obsessed with this vitamin A derivative? Well, it's because it does so much. We recommend it for people with acne because it really helps address the reason why people get acne, which is the comedones, those clogged pores. And what it does is it helps uh, loosen up the sebum and that clog in the pore. It increases cell turnover, and it also helps boost collagen, and it can improve some of the dark discolorations that you can get with acne, as well as some of the acne scarring. So in younger people, and really, right, acne happens at all ages, not just teenagers, but I know that I started using tretinoin, I used Retin-A when I was a teenager struggling with acne, 
And then my acne got better. But then I was 25 and I became a dermatologist. And I thought, well, shoot, I better continue this. Well, I used it for my acne. And then when my acne got better and I'm in my mid-20s and I'm in medical school and I'm learning about dermatology and I realized how powerful it is, I just kept on it and have continued it now. And I'm essentially in my mid-40s now. And I really credit using consistently tretinoin or retinoids, along with sunscreen, of course, for why my skin looks the way it does, despite the fact that I've never had a laser procedure or energy-based device on my face. I really credit it to sunscreen and, of course, my tretinoin. So it's a great product. I also tell people, if you really are looking for a lot of bang for your buck, start using a retinol or retinoid because it is relatively very cost effective. For less than a hundred bucks, you can get even the prescription strength, right? Like even really like 50 to 70 bucks, you can get the prescription strength. And that product will last you a really long time because you're not going to use a lot of it. And all in, it is such a cost-effective way to boost your collagen. Certainly way more cost-effective than taking collagen supplements or having a lot of laser procedures or having fillers and biostimulants. So especially if you are someone who really wants minimal skincare, minimal aesthetics, then start doing this and you can really help keep your skin youthful and vibrant for so long. As dermatologists, especially dermatologists who are middle-aged, we really love tretinoin and retinols because of the collagen boosting. It is such a powerful collagen booster. And this is not like fluff or snake oil, right? We have amazing studies where they have actually done biopsies of the skin and actually looked at the proteins within the skin to determine if there's an increase in collagen. And you can clearly see the thickening of the skin and the boosting of collagen in the dermis after using these products. So we have a lot of great data on their efficacy versus some other procedures like some of these at-home devices and other things that we aren't really sure if they work or not. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. We have really good solid data for the use of retinols and retinoids, especially the prescription strength. Now you might be saying, well, why isn't everyone using it if it's so amazing? And that's because it does have some side effects, just like with everything, right? And one of the biggest side effects is dryness and irritation. And I find that this can be solved in a lot of different ways. But I would say another reason why people quit using this is because the results are not overnight. So with skincare, you have to be using these products really consistently. I always say consistency is key. Our skin is not like a light switch. You can just flip on and off. The skin takes time to remodel. It takes time for collagen to build. And I will tell people it's like working out or training for a marathon. You don't just go out and run a marathon, right? And I'm guessing because I'm not a runner and I've actually never done anything more than a 5K. But I imagine if I were going to start running a marathon, I would not just go out tomorrow and run the 23.1 miles or whatever it is. I would start out slowly and I would build up to it. I might start out with a one mile run. And then the next week I might boost it to two to three miles. And I would start out slow, but I would be consistent. And surely after a couple of weeks, hopefully I would be at the point where I could run a marathon. And then the more I do it, the less hard, the less painful it's going to get. 
And so I kind of liken using a retinol or a retinoid like training for a marathon. It doesn't happen overnight, but if you stick with it, you will get through and you will see the results. I can promise you that I can almost point out in a lineup who is consistently using a retinoid because they just have this glow about their skin. Their skin just looks so even and uniform and vibrant and gorgeous. And so if this is what you're going for, and honestly, like who doesn't want this, then try to incorporate this powerful ingredient in your skincare routine. Now, a couple of things to know about it. Start low, start slow. This prescription or this medicine, or really I should say this product, you want to use at night. It's not something you use in the morning and you just use it once a day and at night. And I always tell people, especially if you are using the prescription variety, you just need a pee. Now, a pea, think about the frozen peas sitting in your freezer that you're not eating, okay? They're tiny, a couple millimeters. They're not big at all. So that tiny little pea is all you need. And I also recommend starting out at a lower dose and then building up to it. So you may even want to start out with an over-the-counter variety or a dappling and then kind of work up, build up to the prescription strength if you want or you feel like you need it. Now, the best way to do this is to watch Wash your face, gentle cleanser, and then let your skin dry. Now, I know a lot of times we say to apply stuff when your skin is wet, especially moisturizers. The reason we say that is because it will actually absorb better into wet skin. But if you put your retinoid onto wet skin, you're going to have increased absorption. And guess what? Increased irritation, redness, dryness. You're going to hate it and you're not going to use it. So let your skin get nice and dry. For most people, go ahead and put a moisturizer on when your skin is a little bit damp to hydrate your skin. And then what I do is I wait until I am literally about to jump into bed. I've said goodnight to my kids. I brush my teeth, all of that good stuff. And it is the last thing I do. I put that tiny little pee on and I rub it all over my face. Now, here's something I wish I had started doing in my 20s, but also include your neck. You will thank me. And heck, you can even do your upper chest, what we call the decolletage area. And I'm also putting it on the tops of my hands. Now, these are areas I did not use or I did not apply the tretinoin on before. But now that I'm in my 40s and I see how well it's worked on my face, I'm like, shoot, I wish I had been doing that. So remember, your face actually really goes from your chest to your scalp. So go ahead and also do it on your neck, your upper chest. You can even do it on the tops of your hands. Honestly, you really can put this anywhere you want collagen boosting. So if you feel like you're getting crepiness or saggy skin around your knees or on your arms, like your forearms, you could put it on there as well. Now, I will say if you find you are putting it on a ton of body areas, you may just want to get a retinol over-the-counter moisturizer that has it in it because you're going to be covering such a wide surface area. It just makes it simpler. And you may find that it's a little irritating on skin like the neck because the skin is really thin there. So you may need to use something that's not quite as strong. But there really is no reason not to use it wherever you feel like you want collagen boosting. But I would say the most common are your face, but go ahead and extend it down into your neck. Now, here are some of the mistakes I see people making. They use too much. 
They're not just doing a pea size amount. They are using it as if it's a moisturizer and really spreading it on thickly. That is just going to cause more irritation. I know sometimes we think if this much is good, then triple that is better, but that's not the case. You're going to get increased irritation. You're going to stop using it. Another issue I see people doing is they're putting it on right after they wash their face. Their skin is still wet and they're getting too much absorption. The third thing I see is that people are using it too frequently. Now, when I was younger, I could use it every single day with really just some mild dryness in the morning. Now that I'm older, I cannot use it every day and I'm also not using as strong a strength. And that's okay, that's fine. What I do now is I use it a couple times a week. So I try to use it probably three to four times a week. And in the beginning, you wanna use it once or twice a week, which is no problem at all. Again, start low, start slow. I know that the skin cycling trend is really popular and dermatologists, we've been doing this for a long time, but there is no problem with cycling and just using your moisturizer one night or maybe using an over-the-counter retinol one night and then using your prescription the other. But don't do it every night, certainly not in the beginning. Build up to it. And you may find if you're starting in the winter, you really can only tolerate it once or twice a week versus if you are doing it in the summer, you might be able to do it more often. Now, in the morning, you may notice you've got some dryness and irritation. So you may just need to use a thicker moisturizer on the mornings after you've used your retinol or retinoic acid if your skin is dry. And what I tell my patients is I really, or at least what I tell myself is my goal is actually just a slight bit of dryness and flakiness because then I feel like it's really working. Now, I don't want my whole face looking like it's peeling and having to slug during the day just to keep my skin hydrated, but I always aim for just a smidgen, just a teeny tiny bit of dryness and flaking. Then I feel like I'm getting the maximum benefit and I just put on a little extra moisturizer the next morning. So it's really not that big a deal. Now, another mistake I see people make when they are using a retinol or retinoid is that they are using too many actives. And again, I always harp on this that you have got to keep your skincare simple. When you're doing too much and too often, it is going to mess things up. Your skin's going to get irritated. You're going to damage your skin barrier and then nothing is going to work and you're going to get frustrated and you're not going to get the results you want. So especially when you're using these products in the beginning, it really should be sort of the only active you're using at that time at night. Don't try to pair it with an alpha hydroxy acid or a beta hydroxy acid at night as well. That's going to be much too dry. You're going to get way more exfoliation. And if you really are maximizing your retinol or retinoid, you're going to get exfoliation. You're going to get that dryness and flaking that I said is kind of my goal. So I don't feel the need to use any extra exfoliating products because my retinoid is doing that work for me. So for a lot of people, you don't need those extra ingredients. And if you are going to do them, then make sure your skin's cycling. So do those other actives on one night and then do your retinol or retinoid on another night. Do not combine them together. Your skin is going to be way, way, way too irritated. And then you're going to stop everything and feel like nothing worked. So those are just some of my pearls for how to tolerate retinols and retinoic acids. I really think most people can do it. 
if they just follow these steps and they don't rush it, they take it slowly, they don't use a lot and be consistent. I know that it really took me about six months to really see the benefit when I started using this more for like the anti-aging or collagen boosting benefits, but you will get there, I promise. It will help your acne as well. It will help with fine lines and wrinkles. It will even out your complexion. So if you're prone to hyperpigmentation, it can help with that. It can help with scarring. And I really think if you are a skincare minimalist, this really should be in your armamentarium because it will help your skin for decades and decades to come. I hope that this has been helpful and you've gleaned some pearls on how to safely tolerate and incorporate retinols and retinoids in your skincare routine. And I can't wait to share more great skin education with you next week. That's all I've got for this week's episode of the Skin Real Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help me and other new potential listeners to find my show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave me a review, take a screenshot and email it to info at theskinreel.com and I will send you a thank you free PDF on skincare truths versus hype because you know I love spreading the word of good, truthful skincare. And please be sure to share, share, share with your skin friends so that we can get the word out there about real skin. And until next time, remember, no matter where you are in your skincare journey, always remember to love the skin you're in because real skincare from real experts can be real simple.